Yo, 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 what is good, everybody? You know what it is. Welcome back to Mount Draft. More Matt, Dylan, and myself are back, back in the war room, ready to draft yet again. This is going to be a special draft. We're anticipating it's going to be a long draft, might be a two-parter. We'll see how the time goes by. Today we are drafting conspiracy theories. Boys, how you feeling? I'm feeling weird. We're going to get real weird. <laughs> We're going to get weird with the conspiracy theories, but before we get into the conspiracy theories, you know, we got to roll those dice to see who's going when and all that jazzy jazz. So let's get into that. Come on, baby. Dylan is rolling first. I got a 14. 14 for Dylan. I also got a 14. Oh my god. What? Oh. Compelling. Twenty-five. So now we got a roll off. I'll for, take that twenty-five. Uh, let's do a roll off. All right, we'll go doing it back around this way. Let's see here. Twenty-one. Okay, here we go. Twenty. Oh my god, just barely. Wow, that was good. Twenty-five, Very nice. twenty-one, and twenty. I have the first pick. <clears throat> Oh, damn. Round one. Round one. First pick conspiracy draft. It's got to be the JFK assassination. I mean, yeah. That's, that's the McDonald's pick there. That's yeah. the McDonald's pick. Kennedy getting killed November 22nd, 1963. Got shot by two bullets. Oh, man, there's footage of it. You can see it. It's brutal. One in the head, one in the neck while Dude, he was... Dude, this is a Pruder film. Oof. Ooh, wee, it's That brutal. shit's on film. It's brutal. And they've, like, digitized it and, like, blown it up and, like, put it in HD and all its gory You can detail. watch it on 4K, baby. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. <laughs> you can watch uh, JFK's wife scoop up his brains off the fucking God. car. Traumatizing. It's such a weird event. He gets shot. The guy who they say killed him, Lee Harvey Oswald, gets... Gets captured in the library across the street, right? Yep, Lee Harvey. And then the next day he gets killed while he's in jail. Well, while, yeah, while he's being transported from like the local lockup to mm -hmm. the jail. And then that is caught. The, this this dude's killed on live television. Jack Ruby, the nightclub owner, like, yeah. <clears throat> However, why they didn't think to include more security beyond me, but, you know. Like, what the fuck are the chances of that? <laughs> yeah, you can you can literally see it happen. <laughs> That's insane. So who did it? Well, I mean, this is the question because there's a lot of like, although there was the Warren Commission and the government has like investigated this a couple different times, they keep pointing the finger at Lee Harvey Oswald, but everybody else, like, isn't the statistic like 60% of people don't think it was Oswald that was more complicated than that? Here, I'll check it. Like, there's a good chunk of people that don't believe Lee Harvey Oswald was the assassin. Well, I mean, some people think the the mafia was involved. The CIA. The, the, that it was an inside job from the CIA because of, what, Vietnam? Bay of Pigs. Bay of he, Pigs. Yeah, Kennedy really murped that one up. You <laughs> oh, know? Yeah, that was, that's embarrassing, yeah. actually. 
or like the Russians had some kind of involvement. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of layers of this. The grassy knoll. The grassy knoll. What about okay? So what's the grassy knoll? So sixty-one percent. See, yeah, that's a ton that's of wild. people. So that's wild. Dealey Plaza in Dallas, like as you're kind of driving down, you'll have the the Texas Book Depository where like Oswald was mm-hmm. on your right hand side, and then if you go further down, there's like this kind of this little grass like hill area, and they're mm-hmm. thinking that there was a second shooter behind this fence that was there, right? But they never found anybody, and they're caught of anybody. Yep, and he was wow. all—he was dressed all in black. Yep, man, I feel like I can't remember if it was in the '80s. I'm pretty sure it was in the '80s. There's an eight-part documentary series called "The Men Who Killed Kennedy." Yeah, and one of the episodes talks about the figure all in black with the umbrella on the grassy knoll, and then the other guy who's up behind the fence. Mm-hmm. And there's one dude who's in that documentary who said he took a picture of him. But then that guy with the gun came and took the camera from him. Yeah. And then left with it. And he was like, what the fuck? What did I just see? <laughs> yeah, like, what just happened? That's crazy. Well, and, like, the, the like the JFK one, like, Oswald was not that good of a shot. So, it, th- like, the timing and with the two shots happen, it's, like, it's let everybody be like, like, could one person do that? Just, like, how quickly, like, his reflex, there's no way, like, even... They're talking about even like Navy Sneal, SEAL, like snipers and whatnot. Like their reflexes could possibly do something. But Oswald just like a normal dude. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's definitely strange. Although a scientist at IMSG Incorporated, which um, kind of helps like the Air Force out yeah. with various research tasks and other things, uh, concluded that. Based on their research, Oswald did, in fact, assassinate JFK. But if it's an inside job, that's what they would want you to yeah. think. He's, is he the patsy? Right. Yeah. There's so many weird things. A bunch of the witnesses who were there that day like, turn, ended up suspiciously dying or having like mysterious circumstances around their deaths. Uh, this guy, Penn Jones Jr., did a report on it in October of 66. It looks like two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different people <laughs> all turned up dead. What? Who were all there the day that Kennedy got assassinated. And they turned up dead like shortly thereafter or? Uh, between 64. It, yeah. Between 64 and 65. That's crazy. Yeah. That's nuts. One, one, okay. One person. 66, a witness who was in a railway interlocking tower that overlooked Dealey Plaza at the day, or at the time of the assassination, died after his car crashed into a bridge. Suspicious. And, like, the magic bullet theory, like, all this stuff. Although, I will say, I've I've been to Dealey Plaza. I went to, like, they have a, it's called the Sixth Floor Museum at the Texas School Book Depository Building. You can see, like, the window where, like, Oswald, like, shot through. Mm-hmm. It is. It's wild being there. Like, you feel the weight of history. Like, because you can see down, they put permanent little X's, like, where each of the shots hit. Wow. Like, on the on the road. So, you can see down from that point of view, it is. It's it's heavy. Like, it's crazy. But yeah. if you go by the Degrassi Nola area, there's people handing out pamphlets about conspiracy theories related <laughs> to it. And they're convinced that it is not Oswald who did it. Wow. Yeah. Man, you know, it's crazy that, um, I don't know, like JFK was just out in the open like that, you know, and, and so thoroughly unprotected. 
Um, that Man of the people. That to me is wild. And it's because that happens that things change, and now the presidential like limo is like the most like secured vehicle in the entire world. That thing could get like you could shoot an RPG at that, and it'd be fine. That's strangely comforting. Not a scratch. <laughs> Dude, the umbrella man, dark complected man, badge man, black dog ma- man, all are tied to different conspiracies related to JFK. Yeah, and like the I always thought the mafia one was interesting because like it's connected to something that JFK didn't really even have a hand in per se, which is that they wanted to get after. Bobby Kennedy, because Bobby Kennedy was taking down the mob at the time as attorney general. So there's like some interesting, like, death by association kind of thing with the mafia. Wasn't Bobby Kennedy killed too? Yeah, in 68. Dude, and then JFK's son died in like a the plane, 90s. Yeah, in a plane crash outside of Martha's Vineyard. JFK Jr., the Kennedy curse. The Kennedy curse. You Although, know you know who escaped it was Ted Kennedy. Oh. He, he lived... To an old age. Wow. Yeah. A crazy good conspiracy theory. That one has to go first, in my yes. opinion. Yes. Yes. And then wasn't there like a couple th- a thing like a couple years ago that uh, we were supposed to have all the records declassified finally, and then it didn't happen? I think yeah. that was supposed to happen recently. Like 2018, I want to say. And they decided to not do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's because it would turn over to me. I mean, yeah. Show me the files. Yeah, show us the files. Was it the military industrial complex who killed Kennedy? Yeah. Because Kennedy was trying to move towards a negotiated peace with the Soviet Union. Everyone was like, no, Cold War, bitch. Arms, arms, arms. Man. Good one. Nice. Am I up next? I am. No, it's it's moi. Okay. So. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) With mine, I'm going to go with one that it just makes me laugh. And I think it's just such a funny conspiracy theory. And that is the moon landing was fake. Like that one is hilariously funny, but also people really like get super worked up over it. They all think like a good chunk of people, I don't know what the statistic is, but the good chunk of people do believe to this day, we never made it to the moon. And actually the moon landing with Armstrong and Aldrin was done in a Hollywood basement, like on a soundstage. Dude, my buddy is... Um, I know like several people who thoroughly believe that. And one, my buddy's actually from a former Soviet satellite state from Moldova. And he is convinced that the moon landing is, is fake. Yeah. Like people think it's all, and they're like doing things based off of like the way in which the sun is hitting like mm-hmm. Armstrong's visor. And they're like, there, there's no way they could have been in that position at that time based off of where they were on the moon. Do people feel so strongly about this that they confront Buzz Aldrin of all people? A guy who was literally there. Yeah. Yeah. And Buzz Aldrin punched the guy. He's like, this is my legacy. I know. And the fact that there's like NASA in the 70s put up a big like laser array because they can have uh, like telescopes at different points. You can point a laser and it'll like reflect back off the moon based off this grid that they put up there in the 70s. People are still like, no, that's not real. (laughs) I haven't seen any proof of it. Man, it's called get a laser, you dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like it's like, you know, people who are like, "Oh, we couldn't have built the pyramids," you know. Yeah. It's like just because you don't know how 
doesn't mean it didn't happen well, or like that you didn't see it or weren't there. Yeah, and they're they're basing all this off of like the the conspiracy theory is that the reason why we do fake the moon landing is that like we we couldn't actually make it up there with like the technology that we had at the time that like we were so we are losing the space race. So therefore we had to fake the moon landing to get back ahead and actually shift the tide of the Cold War and also distract from all the crazy stuff that was happening in Vietnam at the time. Like it was all just an elaborate distraction and like morale boost because we were on the losing side of a lot of things at the time. At least that's what people believe. Yes. So. Yes. That one's that one's a that one's a, a fun one. Although I have to say, most compelling piece of evidence potentially, the Soviet Union never called bullshit. Soviet Union wasn't like, "Fuck you, USA. You're full of shit." <laughs> they were like, "Oh, damn." damn. But, well. <laughs> but also, maybe it's part of the theory, the fact that the Soviets never landed on the moon. Maybe they're like, best not ask any questions. You they're know? like, hey, we did it too, and yeah. they yeah. secretly yeah. didn't make it there either. Yeah, uh, They're like, maybe if, we, if they've made it up before us and we just kind of agree with it, maybe we'll the heat will come off of us from our people. And see, and that's why billionaires now want to make it to the moon so bad, and then to Mars, because they're like, oh, shit. We have so much money, we've learned the truth. We actually didn't go to the fucking moon. <laughs> we paid Buzz Aldrin, and he told us, oh, nope, that shit was fake. That was done in a Hollywood basement. <laughs> that was done in a Hollywood basement. I never went to the moon. It's a lie. Now, give me that uh, $20 million. <laughs> <laughs> the U.S. is the only country that's landed people on the moon, though, right? I don't think the Soviet Union never Soviet made it. Soviet Union never even landed anything on the moon. They just went around the moon. No, they got I'm an sure they crashed some shit. Well, they probably some they, space junk. They, <laughs> they got an, crashed they, some shit. I got they some space junk. Quote unquote landed something yeah. on the moon. They shot it at the moon. Let's be real. Yeah, there's a bunch of space junk up there. Taste my nuclear weapon. <laughs> moon. But yeah, like that that is one that is very, very pervasive. People no matter how much time has gone and how much evidence you might present, they don't still don't believe it. Yeah, I'm seeing yeah. like six to ten percent. One in ten Americans. Which I mean, I guess if you're thinking about it, like, damn, we did go to the moon like over fifty years ago with like rudimentary, like human ca humans were making the calculations that made that possible. So it's like with the technology at the time, you're like, did mm. I mean I obviously we did go to the moon, but Bro, I, that's mad impressive. Yeah. Yeah, like the fact yes. that that happened is like, it's, it's pretty mind-blowing. Dude, it's so crazy. Yeah. Those guys were fucking nuts. Yeah. It was basically riding an atomic bomb to the moon. Then it's Yeah. All the things that could go wrong, like, were very, very, it wasn't a small chance. It was a very large chance that things could have gone wrong. Yeah, do you drive your 70s vehicle and ever think, man, this is kind of a piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> well, those same engineers built a spacecraft <laughs> and launched some motherfuckers to the rock in the sky that you call the moon. Dude, how cool are those Mars, or those not Mars rovers, those uh, moon, moon rovers, though? Oh, my God. I had a replica toy of one of those uh, moon rovers. It was a simple little thing, like just cheap little piece of plastic, but it looked so cool. Oh my god, I love that. I played with that thing till it broke. Also love that like the dudes up there like, yeah, let's let's bring a car. Let's put a car up there. Yeah. yeah. yeah guys, let's let's, uh, let's get a car up there. <laughs> and they're also like playing golf up there like, "Oh, real nice use of your time." <laughs> Dude, you're balling that big. Come on now. 
Also, then you think it's wild too that we haven't been back to the moon since what, like nineteen seventy nine. You know why? It's because we uh, saw some. We saw some. <laughs> <laughs> is that another conspiracy theory, or is that just like, is is the theory that we've never been to the moon, or just that the landing was fake? I think it's kind of connected there. Like the landing was fake because we've never been to the moon. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, that that will be uh that'll be number two there. The moon landing nice. was fake. Welcome in with number three. <clears throat> I'm will gonna, you will you come in with number I'm three? I'm coming in with number three. Um I'm gonna take Bigfoot. And sp- so Bigfoot <laughs> Bigfoot, for those who don't know, is uh, a primate um bipedal creature that is supposedly re- resides in North America somewhere, most likely in the Pacific Northwest. Although sightings have ha- have been uh, made elsewhere, but I was just reading that like something like over four over four thousand sightings, or maybe it was over thirty eight hundred sightings alone have happened in Washington State. He's ours, and you can't have him. <laughs> and all this, like all this, stems from um, this. Uh, October 1967 short minute long video shot by two men in Northern California near Bluff Creek. Well, that's um, a real grainy one where he's, he's yeah. kind of walking in slow motion. Yeah. You know, swing, so his iconic. Arms. Yes. So Is iconic. Is it a man in a suit? And then he turns and looks. Yeah. He turns and looks. Yeah. And uh, the two guys were from Yakima, Washington, actually. Why would they fake that shit? Um, why would they, you know, maybe like they could have been internet famous and the reports from that area actually date back to 1958, um, which is crazy. So the, the creature is described as being six foot six, which is pretty fucking huge. Um, and big D what are you talking about? Six foot six. There's NBA players are bigger than that. (laughs) Yeah. But for a bipedal primate, like that's. Thick. I mean, imagine how strong a gorilla is, dude. Six foot six gorilla. It was a reference to us calling you Big D. Big okay, D. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I that one over my head. Um, man, I love Bigfoot. Then there have been a bunch of Bigfoot movies. I'm not sure that like people actually legit and at large believe in Bigfoot, but I think people like to believe in Bigfoot. That's the thing. Let's I, look. I like to believe that Bigfoot exists. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It is fun. And especially because it's like, there's, we can claim Bigfoot. There's no harm to it either. Right? I like to think he's like, yeah, like a gentle giant yeah. hanging out there somewhere in the woods. It's not like the moon landing, like where you're compromising our national identity by not believing that. <laughs> no harm is done by believing in Bigfoot. Nothing. In fact, it, it increases our national uh, prestige by believing well, in Bigfoot. Well, and like the whole hunting Bigfoot and all that stuff, that's just a good old time. Oh. Holy shit. Okay, the Washington Post put this out, so take that with whatever grain of salt you want. Study, Americans are likely to believe in Bigfoot as in the Big Bang Theory. Damn, so what created the universe? Whoa. People also like Bigfoot. I don't know how to interpret that. What to the, what degree do Americans believe in the Big Bang Theory? That's my next question. Well, I mean, if you're... Like, okay, so I'm looking at this um, this chart of paranormal activity. 
So interesting. Things that are not real ranked from <clears throat> highest to, to lowest. Believe you can influence the physical world via positive thought. Not that is voted the most unreal. Believe advanced civilizations like Atlantis once exist. Not real. That's number two. Believe dreams can foretell the future. Number three. Believe houses or rooms can be haunted by spirits. That's number four. Damn, that surprises me. I would have thought more people would think shit was haunted. Believe Satan causes most evil in the world. Believe USOs are probably spaceships. Dude, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So you go way further down. The next one is believe Bigfoot is a real creature. But right above it, there's a different list of things that people think are real. And it's right above it with about the same 20% of people. About 20, 20% of people, a little over 20% of people believe the Big Bang created the universe. And also a little over 20% of people believe that Bigfoot is a real creature. Anecdotal and also tangential, but I was teaching about um, uh, <clears throat> like Aztec belief systems the other day. And uh, somehow I we were learning about creation stories and... And I was like, what are some creation stories that you know, kids? And a bunch of them said the Big Bang Theory was a good creation story. And I was like, okay, that's a theory. (laughs) (laughs) Not a story. story. (laughs) It's a scientific hypothesis. Yeah. (laughs) It's a cool story, man. so anyway that's that's my number three i love bigfoot i would love to see and it's interesting actually because there uh historically are there is archaeological evidence elsewhere in the world of big ass like eight foot tall primates that uh are distantly i believe related to orangutans that were bipedal yeah yeah and what are they called can't remember gigantopithecus something like that Dude, what if they were still around? That'd be cool. That'd be dope. Dude, they're crazy huge. So is that, is like Bigfoot related to the Yeti? That's what I was going to say. Are they like distant cousins? So where's the Yeti then? The Yeti lives out in like Tibet. Is that where the Yeti's at? Yeah. And then where's the abominable snowman? Wait. This makes. There's like three of them. There's the Yeti. There's. Like, I, I always hear about like the Yeti, like, he's hanging around like those, like, Buddhist temples out in Tibet. Like he's out in the snow, you know, mm-hmm. like he's like a, he's like a legend out there. Dude, honestly. Okay. <clears throat> we we're we're all lucky enough to live in Washington state where there is lots of wilderness and having been partially in the wilderness and backpacking a little bit, I could tell you that like there, if there was a small enough population of something like some primate, you know, that's intelligent enough to hide, they could probably hide out there. Yeah, You'd never know. You would never know. There's so much wilderness. And just seeing even one sighting, like, you'd be lucky to see it if there's small enough population. It's not like black bears where there's like, what? How many? I mean, there's like 20,000 black bears in Washington State. That's insane. If there's like 50 Bigfoots, what are the chances of ever seeing one? But also, like, I'm always, like, part of the, like, I want to believe in Bigfoot, but also my brain's also telling me, like, there's been Bigfoot sightings going way back, but if they do have a small population, like how long is their lifespan? You know, yeah. like 
they, if there's a large enough pop, they have to repopulate somehow, you know, mm-hmm. they got procreate, like where's the baby Bigfoots, you know? Yeah. The Bigfoot herd. I mean, tigers and orangutans have been going extinct since like we've been alive. Yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> it could happen. I don't know. Yeah. Very good point. So maybe there was some Bigfoot population at some point, like maybe back in <laughs> you know the sixties. Something yeah, like that, but maybe not since then. I don't know. It's like how deep in the Bigfoot rabbit hole do you want to go? Because yeah. there's yeah. like there's theories around Bigfoot being like an advanced species that lives underground, and we don't even know where how, like how to get into its cities. <laughs> it's basically like That's an wild. alien species, dude. That's cool. Like there is another conspiracy theory that is just so fucking out there. <laughs> Might get to it later. A good one though, Bigfoot. Yeah, classic. <laughs> <laughs> it says here, popular theories that Bigfoot, the Abominable Snowman, and Yeti are both, or are all Gigantopithecus. Wow. A polar bear-sized ape native to so- or to Southern Asia believed to have gone extinct 300,000 years ago. Oh. Damn. Man. Damn. Kind of coinciding with, like, humans leaving Africa-ish, right? Ish? Kind of, crescent? What if it's just, like, some Jurassic Park-type shit gone bad? Yeah. Man, okay, one more thing. What if what if also we're partially seeing these, you know, the having these sightings because they've just come down in oral history to us. And so they're in our popular consciousness because they never left our popular consciousness. You know, they're just embedded there. And so and then one day someone caught something on on film or like filmed it to fake it and like and that just made the popular consciousness keep going. I don't know, and the video is so grainy that you just you it's it leads the mind to interpretation, you know? It really does. Where you're like, I could see that being Bigfoot, but I could also see me being a guy in a gorilla suit. You don't know. <laughs> it's it, you don't you just don't know. Nice. Good pick. All right, y'all. Way to make it through round one. Mount draft more. Are you a scumbag? A troll? A good old-fashioned douche canoe? Do you like posting rude shit online? Or being an all-around dick to people? Well, do I have a solution for you. Let me introduce you to hobbies. Hobbies are great. They give you shit to do that actually makes you feel good. Hell, some hobbies actually help the world become better. So next time you feel like being a major asshole, don't. Find a hobby. Paid for by the Citizens Against Royal Douche Canoes. Mamma mia, manger, you can ever see. Now, draft more. All right. <laughs> Mamma mia. <laughs> Round two. Round two, Dylan. It's up to you again. Oh, man. All right. Uh, okay. This one's kind of weird. I'm not sure where my link for it went. Um, <clears throat> it's so there is this, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, okay. There's this conspiracy theory of mattress <coughs> firm, mattress firm, uh, <clears throat> like, Reddit in 2018, someone on Reddit pointed out like there are a ton of mattress firms in this one location in New Jersey. 
Um, I'm not sure of the exact number of mattress firms because um, I can't find my link here and websites are like blocking me because of my ad blocker. But um, yeah, like a bunch of mattress firms just in one location. So people started speculating like, is this a money laundering business? Is this a, a, a front for drugs? What's going on? Why are there so many mattress firms in this one city in New Jersey? It makes no sense. <laughs> There's like 30 mattress firms. Dude. It's a cover up. <laughs> money laundering. Yeah. I mean, how many mattress firms do you need? That's crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> how many mattresses are people buying? And you know they wrote it into like, there's a law about it. Yeah. So they're allowed to do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, just That's something that there's some mob the, shit going the mob on would absolutely do. Like Tony Soprano was like, let's open a mattress store. Dude, that's just straight mob shit. Yeah. It's but. got to. It's got Okay, here it is. Uh oh, I had it wrong. I had it wrong. So there were a lot of mattress firm stores in Illinois. Oh. Still Illinois. Chicago. Uh, I've seen weeds. They'll take that business anywhere. Oh, hell yeah. And so in 2018, a Reddit user brought attention to the fact that there was a high concentration of mattress firm stores in certain areas of the US, especially in Chicago, where Chicago, you're known to have some organized crime. Um and so people started sharing store like pictures of these mattress firm stores within literally a half mile of each other. Well, some of them are like right across the street from one another. Aren't yeah, they? <laughs> yeah, it's like Starbucks, you know. <laughs> mattress. Firm. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, apparently WBUR and Business Insider debunked the theory at the same year. Um, but that I mean. That's crazy. Like, I just can't think of a good reason for there to be that many mattress stores. Because how often do you replace your mattress? I replace mine, I want to say, every, like, six, seven years. Like a decade. Okay, so hold yeah. on. Tell me where this place, where this takes place. Chicago. Oh, holy shit. Chicago's pretty big, bro. It is big. But all these places are within a half mile of each other. I mean, Chicago's dense. I know, but maybe dense. it's like, maybe... Dude, there are strips of car dealerships. Maybe this is just the mattress dealership. So here's what WBUR broke it down into. Oh, tr they call it over mattressification <laughs> with <laughs> just like too many mattress stores. The sleaze factor. So from the vibe of the stores themselves to the prices you pay, something just feels off about the mattress firm. And then the parent trap mattress firm's new owner might be our best shot at finding evidence of financial fraud. Oh, I'm reading the wrong thing. Okay. At any rate, there's probably, there's probably just too many mattress firms. That's the realistic answer, I guess, that they're going with. But, but that's weird. Like, how are you going to franchise Dude, out so many mattress firms? It's so funny. There's an article written in Chicago, like NPR for Chicago. <laughs> have we hit peak mat or have we hit peak mattress? Why Chicago <laughs> has so many mattress stores. <laughs> have either of you been in a mattress firm? No. I haven't I haven't gotten a mattress in like probably like fifteen years. Oh damn. Yeah. Dude, wait, how old were you? Oh. I was like in high school last time I got like a like a mattress. Oh. Yeah. So I guess more like a decade ago, but still. Hmm. Probably do for a new mattress, honestly. Damn. 
And so continues the cycle. Yeah. Dead Money mattresses. laundering. I'm trying to figure out how many mattresses are disposed of in Chicago. How many mattresses are stuffed full of cash in Chicago? Well, Chicago's the third largest city in the U.S. Got like 2.7 million people. And people who live outside of Chicago, like an hour or two outside of Chicago, say they live in Chicago. Lion bastards. And... So, you know, I mean, hey, some of those mattress firms. We love you, Chicago, and people an hour outside of Chicago. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'd actually like to go to Chicago someday. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't hurt to. us when yeah. we come. We're, yeah. just, we're just nice little boys. But we just want to know <laughs> why you have so many why mattress firms. Yeah, yeah, what's why? up with the mattresses? In this one location. Like, okay, let me count. Let me count how many mattress firms are here. There, okay, so this is a very small area. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 mattress firms. That's nuts. This is not a very large area. This is, I mean, 16 mattress firms. I don't even, in Seattle, I'm trying to think of like how many mattress stores I've even seen. Two? <laughs> Maybe? One? <laughs> I don't even know, dude. Whoa, there's like in dude the, like south like in Renton basically there's like 17 mattress stores. Wait, what? Yeah. Mattress stores are ubiquitous. Dude, this is a conspiracy theory. I, I think I think we're onto something though with like mattress stores in general. Now there's something might be there. Walking down a mile stretch of Clyburn Avenue in the Lincoln Park neighborhood, there's five mattress firms. Two American mattresses and a sleep number. So there's seven different, or there's eight different mattress firms on one fucking street. Dude, this is like not in, you know, like a, a this is in a very dense urban part of Chicago where real estate is more expensive. What, what do these mattress firms have? They don't have any business being there. Also, isn't it kind of fishy that Mattress Firm has changed their name several different times? So remember, it was Sleep Country USA. Then it was like what? Mattress Depot. Then it was like, uh, there was one with a train involved as well. Sleep Train. Sleep Train. It's, <laughs> that, it's the same company, though. They've changed names like six times. I'm convinced the mob is behind this, and the mob owns WBUR. So... Study, what a weird thing to say, but <laughs> uh, research has been done on the amount of mattress stores that are needed per every 50,000 people. And the number comes in just under 200. And Why? so, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wait, 200 mattress stores? <laughs> yeah. For every 50,000 people? No, no, no. One store for every 50,000. Oh, okay. And so you get 200. Because you think, like, Chicago has 2.7 million people. That's a lot of 50,000s. Yeah. Right? I feel like you'd get by with, like, 20 mattress stores for a city. So, 200 You're mattress stores. You're saying 20 mattress stores for 2.7 million but people. But I'm thinking, like, again, how often are you buying a mattress? I don't know. I think it's but spaced out I'm to not, I'm not justifying yeah. it because it says that, so the recommendation for Chicago would be about 200 but today there are 235. Mm. So they're way over yeah. on the amount they need. Well, and that's because they Suspect. got 17 mattress firms located <laughs> in the Lincoln Square section of... Dude, that's a hot spot to get a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, can you imagine how many of those guys like twirling signs are out there? 
<laughs> Matt, you need a mattress. Maybe you need to go to like the mattress capital of the USA, Chicago. Take a trip there just to get some high quality mattresses. <laughs> Borrow your pop's truck and yep. just drive it there. Let's go. Road you could trip. come back and then when pe- when you bring people to your house, you could say, "Hey, come check out my Chicago mattress." <laughs> no, I feel like you feel like you need to buy two mattresses. One just to cut open, see if there's any money on the inside, and the next one to actually use. But what if you cut open the one that you should use and the one that you use is full of money? You'll be left wondering. Yeah, yeah. you're going to end up cutting up two mattresses. <laughs> <laughs> Better buy a third. <laughs> Statistically, one of them has to have cash in it. Man, if that statistic is true about like the study done on mattress stores, I I'm just, well, okay, I'm just saying even one person per day in Chicago, like one different person per day, buying a mattress that's overwhelming that's overwhelming for the number of stores like think about that and also a lot of mattresses nowadays they're doing it in like where you can buy them at like you can buy them at costco you can buy them online you you can get them mailed to you exactly get your mattress in a box and somehow mail it back if you don't like so a brick and 17 brick and mortar mattress stores within a half a mile of each other (laughs) it's a little suspect I don't know, ma'am. I think it sounds convenient as hell. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's all about convenience. That's, that's a good conspiracy It's a theory. one for every 50,000 people. It's a but big, heavy thing. But then they got 37 thing. extra. Well, okay, think about this. It's a big, heavy thing, and if you're in a dense part of Chicago, you got to lug it up an apartment, up into an apartment building. Maybe you need that sort, like, mattress, that many mattress stores in- <laughs> In a dense city. I've got to look at the number of mattress stores in like New York and San Francisco. Dude, I might believe this because, okay, so the 200 is based on Chicago's population. But Dylan said anyone that lives an hour outside considers themselves from Chicago, but they're not from Chicago. True. Which means they're going to go do their shopping. <clears throat> and those people also need mattresses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but because, think about it, if they're if they're that far out, if they're an hour out, they're going to be an hour out in all these other directions. So those 35 have to cover those other directions. Yeah. Like the overlap of the, the diagram there. Right. Yeah. Right. They got to make it easier. I don't know. I kind of still like the money laundering aspect here. <laughs> hey, there's, hey, por qué no los dos? <laughs> Nice, nice little like little hidden gem there. Yeah, that, that that was a fun, fun one to kind of walk through. Yeah, I'm still I don't know what to believe honestly. I have no idea. Best <laughs> I, I the best not to ask firm. questions. <laughs> more yeah, more questions than answers right yep. now. <laughs> mattress firm. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one. Sleep country. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, so for my next one, I'm going to go with uh, one that is really confused and really excited in kind of a scary kind of way a lot of people, which is the Bermuda Triangle, Ooh, the Devil's Triangle. So the actual name kind of begins in 1964 uh, by this guy in Argosy, like an Argosy cruise magazine to kind of describe this particularly specific area of the Atlantic Ocean off the coast of Florida. Um, Again, it's been referred to as the Devil's Triangle by a bunch of movies, books, documentaries, you name it. And there's just been some weird stuff that has happened in this particular area of the Atlantic Ocean for decades. Now, you're talking about in 1945, five U.S. Navy planes and 14 men disappear 
while doing a f- routine training exercise through the Bermuda Triangle, they've never found anything. Right. Similarly, you're talking about in the 1980s, 25 small planes disappear passing through this stretch of ocean. Right. In addition, tons of ships, different kinds of small vessels and boats have also disappeared in this. So people have gone to wide ranging beliefs of aliens in this particular part of the ocean to maybe it's Atlantis to a whole host of different things. But weird stuff happens in the Bermuda Triangle that is yet to be explained. It's a funky spot in the, like the bun- there, there's a bunch of stuff about like the magnetic fields around it, the different storm systems, the different way the water is like weird stuff goes on over there. I remember a lot of uh, kids TV shows <clears throat> and then, of course, the History Channel, which is not a historical source of information anymore or ever uh, having a lot of a lot of specials or themes revolving around the Bermuda Triangle. And it fascinated me. And even like it fascinates my students. Sometimes they bring it up. I have to be like, well, I mean, it's like it, the, it just behaves like anywhere else. Yeah. Like it's just special. Well, okay. So I'm not going to debunk it. I'm just going to say that sometimes weird things happen there because it's peculiar. It's peculiar. It's a high traffic area. Mm hmm. Uh, it's been the, that way for centuries too. Yeah, yeah. High traffic, Gulf Stream goes Absolutely. through there. Uh, hurricanes go through there. Um, I mean, it's just it's a weird piece of water. Maybe I don't know with a lot of activity. Yeah, well, yeah. Again, high traffic, and actually, the funny thing is that like since the '80s, it's been pretty calm. Like flights go through there daily. And there's no issues. You can track them online. But from like the 40s through about the 80s there's some weird stuff going on unexplained i don't know why is it supernatural that's what they say you know it could be supernatural there might be some extraterrestrial interventions is that where amelia Earhart went down Nah, she was over the pacific ocean like way the hell out there towards like papua new guinea the stories about the boats that go through and yeah. they come, they Ghost come ships. back with no people on yeah. or all the people dead yeah is that a thing? Yeah, ghost ships. Thing. Yeah. Dude. It's wild. Yeah, all sorts of like, yeah, I feel like the Hardy Boys, this is like Hardy Boy material. The curse of the Bermuda Triangle. Or like some <sighs> Scooby-Doo stuff. Like this is, yeah. All sorts of legends and myths about the Bermuda Triangle. That's weird. I don't know, man. That's strange. Right? Magnets. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that, there's a big thing about, like, there's a weird magnetic field in that particular area of the Atlantic Ocean. The USS Cyclops. The disappearance of USS Cyclops, one of the Navy's biggest fuel ships, marks the largest loss of life in the history of the U.S. Navy in a single incident. In March of 1918, the massive ship set out to sail from Brazil to Baltimore through the Bermuda region carrying 10,800 tons of magnesium ore with about 309 crew members on board. And then they were never seen again. However, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the ship was never heard from again. An entire search of the area was put into action, but nothing was ever found. <laughs> <laughs> it's a magnesium ore. It's magnets. Dude, that one's that's the number three most famous Bermuda Triangle stories. 
The planes one from 45, that one's pretty famous. Like those five planes just disappear. That's weird. That's that, not even the one I'm looking at. The number one has to do with pirates, bro. Pirates? <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? Or the Bermuda Triangle? Yeah. Possibly one of the most mysterious stories of shipwrecks. The ship is a tale of its own. Despite being found adrift in some other location in the Atlantic Ocean, the connection to the Bermuda Triangle had been somehow invoked to find an answer to the mystery of its fate. Damas happened back in December of 1872. Wow. On a See? ship that was going from New York to Italy. Man. There were seven crew members and Captain Benjamin Briggs, his wife and his two older daughters. Wait, it was Benjamin going- Benjamin Briggs. Hold up. Was, Loaded with raw alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> it was going from New York to Italy and went down in the Bermuda Triangle? Yeah, dude. Why did it make that you? 1872? I don't fucking know. That's Isn't there something so about, weird. like, the current, though? Like, that's, like, one of the main, like, shipping routes was you'd go south along the East Coast and then start to go oh, work your way up. Because think, of like, the Gulf Stream? Yeah, like, the that favorable current. Okay, so get this, though. It says it was off of the Azores Islands. Because it says, but days after, when a passing British ship called De Gracia found Mary Celeste under partial sail in the Atlantic off the Azores Islands, the ship was unmanned <coughs> with no crew aboard, and the lifeboat was also missing. They got raided, bro. Wow. Raided in the Bermuda Triangle. Telling you, yeah, between pirates to aliens to maybe some Atlantis type of stuff. Possibly a pirate attack since everything on the ship, including the barrels of alcohol it was transporting and the crew's valuable belongings were intact. How does that make sense? Yeah. Wouldn't pirates take all that shit? Pirates don't care about hostages. So. Oh, dude, read the beginning. Studies of the ship clearly ruled out the possibility mm. of pirate attack. Bro. So that's even crazier. It wow. wasn't pirates. <gasps> What's going on over there? Nobody ghosts. knows. It was ghosts. It was ghosts. Man. There's like a the ghost that's actually shit. an area where there are a ton of shipwrecks in the Bermuda Triangle. Mary Celeste. Possibly one of the most mysterious stories of shipwrecks. This ship is a tale of its own. Despite being found adrift. In some other location in the Atlantic Ocean, the connection to the Bermuda Triangle had been somehow invoked to find an answer to the mystery of its fate. That is literally what I just read. Interesting. <laughs> Weird stuff, y'all. Wow. That's crazy. Man. The Bermuda Triangle. Dude, but if you're looking for ocean fatalities, the South China Sea and the East Indies is like nuts, apparently. <laughs> Apparently that's the place where like shit just goes down. <laughs> but so. it doesn't have the legend that the Bermuda Triangle has. No, no, it does not. Like if you ask, but if you ask like the average person, hey, how much could I have to give you to like either fly or sail through the Bermuda Triangle? They'd be like, hell no, not doing that. But I am going to Jamaica next month. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> nice pick, man. Yeah. All right. Second pick for me. Going to take a really big one, but I'm going to scale it back with just a little portion of it because it's almost too much. It encompasses like the whole world since it's the New World Order, the Illuminati. Mm. 
but I'm going to focus in. So it's like, oh my God, there's so much everywhere about the Illuminati. There's all the symbols on our money. It's tied to Freemasonry. It's connected to the leaders of the world. It's it's connected to all of our culture. Like it's used, they use their symbology to indoctrinate us and just blah, 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 satanic cult. Holy shit. You go down the rabbit hole. It gets crazy. Like reptilian overlords under yep. the ground but I will direct you to the Georgia Guidestones. Mm. Okay. So the Georgia the Georgia Guidestones are in Elbert County in Georgia, y'all, for those who didn't know. And they can't they just, you know, just kind of showed up in 1980. Like that year specifically 1980. It's like, like our, they weren't it's like our Stonehenge. It kind it is yeah. kind of like our Stonehenge. Like people don't know who is responsible for them. It was put there by a mysterious donor. Who uses a pseudonym for a name? You've got to be fucking kidding me! Oh, dude! So there's, t- it's, you got to look it up. Look it's, it up. It's wild. It yeah. it's really wild and it's sketchy as fuck. It's got a set of ten guidelines inscripted in its structure in eight in eight modern languages. Um. So like, hey, everyone, like the eight main languages of the world, you can read this thing, and it all each of the stones directs. Or has some different celestial direction, like connects with the sun or with a different planet or something at a different time of the year. It's all mathematical like that, right? But it's all about those inscriptions. Okay, so the eight languages, English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, traditional Chinese, and Russian. What are the inscriptions? One, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. 500 million? Bro, there's like over 7 billion our, people our, on the yeah. planet. Our country's population is like 330 million. Like, come <laughs> on now. That's crazy. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. That's number two. Unite humanity with the living new language. It's three. Four, rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Five, protect people with nations or people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Balance personal rights with social duties. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. And be a can- be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. So it sounds all good and, and nice, right? But you know, people who are all about that Illuminati, this is all nefarious. <laughs> this is all about genocide, wiping out people on the planet, killing ninety percent of the population. Yep. Wow. Having a new world order, having one government for the whole world, one language, one language, no officials in between, one eye atop the pyramid. Damn. Yeah, I know. Dude. Damn, dude. And you can go to this place. It gets vandalized, and then just gets it gets fixed. That's crazy. Under mysterious pretenses. That's a mind bender right there. That it, it, yeah. it just bugs me that like we don't know who because okay, what what land are they on? What I, I'm looking it up, but what land are they on? Are they in the middle of nowhere? Are they on someone's private property? Are they on a park? Like what are they in Elbert County, Georgia? Yeah, like shouldn't there be like some kind of permit involved? You, you, yeah. It's a small, small town. 
or area of 20,000 people, small county, I guess. I'm not really sure where it's lo- located next to, though. In 2014, it was vandalized, and the maintenance department was in, like became in contact with the FBI regarding the stones. Why would you get such a high body to oversee something like a monument in a city? Yeah, especially in a small, small area. 20,000 people. Oh. So, go for it, Dylan. Okay, so R.C. Christian is the pseudonym of the person who, um, I guess, like, owns the site where it's located. But, like, we don't know who that person is and represents a larger organization. Yeah, it says it represents... A small, or he came on behalf of a small group of loyal Americans. Yeah, a small group of loyal Americans, y'all. Those loyal Americans that that run the world. Beyonce and Jay Z, we see you. I knew it. They're not actually the leaders. They're just like puppets in their schemes. <laughs> they were given wealth so that they could orchestrate, you know, help them orchestrate their the plans. Invisible hand. Man, Jay-Z's The Blueprint 3, like each of the Blueprint albums is like a different level of ascension within the Freemasonry. And 3 is like graduating to the top and learning the truth. Oh my God. The truth of the Illuminati. And dude, there's so much like symbolism and like kind of sketchy ass shit if you're really like looking for it in that album. Well, and, and like, you know, even going to things like how Washington, D.C. is like the layout of the city oh, ties so back sketchy. to that, too. Yeah. It's all like perfectly symmetrical and like all the lines lead to the Capitol and everything like the all seeing eye, like some wild stuff. The fact that it's on our money, dude. OK, so I'm looking back into the history of the Illuminati so it comes from the Bavarian Illuminati, a secret society that operated for a decade between 1776 and 1785, uh, founded by Adam Weishaupt, a German law professor who strongly believed in Enlightenment ideals. Um, and his Illuminatin Orden sought to promote those ideals among elite. Um, so they wanted to uh, educate Illuminati members in reason, philanthropy, and other secular values so they could influence political decisions when they came to power. And so they wanted, they essentially wanted to take like some measure of power uh, in world affairs, which is pretty interesting. Um, And it was a notably small group of people between 650 and 2,500 members. Um, Man. But then, I guess, uh, I don't know. They didn't like, I don't know. They didn't last that long? No, they're or still going on today. Uh, yeah. That's it. They just want you to think they didn't last long. Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. a cover. They're underground. They're running shit. I mean, that time frame, guys like telling me Tom Thomas Jefferson, who's running around France, ain't picking up what they're putting down. Maybe. Who knows? Man. All those, all of the founding fathers are very, they're classically educated out in Europe. Mm-hmm. They're picking up all those enlightenment ideals, you know? 
Maybe they're picking up some other stuff too. So then are the Illuminati and Freemasons intrinsically tied together? Oh yeah, man. Because you start as a Freemason and then you evolve, like you work your way up. Think of it as like Scientology. It's like rich people Scientology. Yeah. Rich Scientology to rule the world. The OG Scientology. Yeah, it's like yeah. the first L. Ron one. Hubbard, yeah. It's like you get entered in doing good old religious deeds through the Freemasonry. Then you kind of work your way up and you're like, oh, hey, less religion, more kind of like step on the people, like manipulate them with this religion. The invisible hand. Then you get to the top and you're like, oh, shit, look at me. I'm balling. Fuck you, people. Like, uh, eat my shorts. <laughs> Wait, what's up? I can actually like, what's good with this? And then you peek behind the curtain and you're in those upper levels of of the Freemasonry. And it's like, oh, shit, that's the You're the grandmaster. Yeah. Here we go. Yep. Grandmaster, and like all aren't aren't like all maybe not all U.S. presidents, but a good chunk of them weren't they like Freemasons? Dude, a lot of them. a lot of yeah. them. Look, like a lot of connective connective tissue there. Just saying, man. Fourteen. Fourteen out of forty-five. So you're talking about almost a third of all That's presidents crazy. have been Freemasons. Says twenty of them were part of secret societies. <laughs> Skull, and, yeah, Skull and Bones Club, all that stuff going on at Yale. Washington was a Freemason. So was James Monroe. So was Andrew Jackson, Polk, Buchanan, Andrew Johnson. Ooh, Ulysses S. Grant was part of the Independent Order of Odd Fellows. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Wow, that guy. Garfield Freemason. Huh. Rutherford, B Rutherford Hayes, Independent Order of Odd Fellows. What the fuck is with the Odd Fellows? Are they connected as well? I'm not sure. That's weird. McKinley McKinley was a Freemason and an independent order of odd fellows. He's doubled down. Wow, dude. He's okay, so ooh, Teddy was Freemason concat what? Concatenated order of hoo hoo? What? What the fuck is dude, concatenated? These people in their fraternal orders are strange. What is concatenated, y'all? Don't know. Uh oh, that guy's okay. Let's see. History. The Odd Fellows are one of the earliest and oldest fraternal societies, but their early history is obscure and largely undocumented. Hmm. That's interesting. Is this just guys being dudes? I think. Yeah, there was much revelry. Apparently, a lot of like feats of strength. Is this like festivus feats of strength? I challenge you to a duel, dude. The Odd Fellows traces back to Rome. Really? So if you want like a real fraternal organization that goes back, join the Odd Fellows, dude. Yeah. Join the Odd Fellows. They were are they still around? Good question. They're the Illuminati before the Illuminati. Uh, no, nah, dude. They're just a big fucking bro house. They're like they're just a legitimate fraternity. I think that's a, for adults. <laughs> I actually yeah. think that that's the legit answer that they are looking to both engage in fratern like uh, philanthropic efforts and just fuck around. I'm telling you, guys being dudes like whip their dick dicks out when they're it, alone. oh 
You know what I mean? Is this also related to play the game? Bohemian Grove. Yeah, dude, that's Illuminati oh shit. Oh my god, the Bohemian Grove in California. Dude, Bohemian Grove. Now that because Oddfellows reminds me of that because that's essentially what they're doing out there. Yeah, dude. Bohemian Grove, man. So what's Bohemian yeah, Grove? Yeah, talk you, about that. You don't know about Bohemian Grove? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's like a secret retreat in the Redwood Forest out in Northern California where all world leaders and all U.S. presidents are members. Is and that they, for real? Yeah. And they'll go on these retreats and they'll do things like there's this gigantic concrete owl and they'll do like, like some weird satanic ritualistic stuff and like all kind of bow down to this like giant stone owl. And, like, it's private. You can't get in there. Like, Dude, it's so sketchy. It's, it's crazy. It's so sketchy. Oh, my God. Dude, there's a picture there with Ronald Reagan and Nixon. Oh, yeah. dude, everyone's been yeah. there. Oh, All the presidents God. been there. When, you're, when you become president, you become a member of this place. For real? Yeah. Oh, it's all-male membership. Yep. Oh, dude, it's a total bro. Fest. I bet you anything Bono's in that. I don't think Bono even could sniff that place. Dude, yeah. you can be I don't an think artist. He's not significant enough. You can be an artist and be in there. Like the it's like this is the exclusive, the most exclusive club you can get into. What? Yeah. Why? And like isn't it something like every sitting president's been out there or something like that for their little retreat at some what? point? What? No. The people who videotaped it is crazy. Yeah, because like they all dress up in robe and like cloaks and stuff, and they like it's like a cloak, but then they're naked and then yeah. they have like a mask on, and they're doing crazy ass like dances and circles. It's like what? they're probably getting high as all hell. Like, oh dude, they're totally, totally fucking high. Some psychedelics and stuff, and like there's private security there. Like you can get messed up if they find you trespassing. Wild stuff. Dude. That's weird. Because I think I remember I watched like a little docu-series about some guys trying to get in there. And they could only ever get so close. But then when you like ask people, like the president's all like, oh yeah, it's just like a little retreat that we do, you know, private, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, bro. Sure. sure. Nothing to yeah. see here. Sure, man. Yeah. But the, the theory is that, that that's where all like the and most important decisions that affect everybody are made. I do. They, Grove. they think that people are sacrificed there. Yeah. So five U.S. presidents have been members. Yeah. Five. So, which is still pretty significant. Dude, you know this shit's a crazy conspiracy theory when... I mean, I don't know why we don't have a... We should have an Alex Jones tracker on all of these conspiracies. <laughs> Has Alex Jones talked about it? Because if so, then you know it's some crazy-ass shit. Alex Jones be going on and on about the Illuminati and he's all about the fucking Bohemian Club in Bohemian Grove. Talking about the satanic rituals. George Clooney. Yeah, like elite Hollywood A-listers. The Hollywood fake media. <laughs> and to be a fly on the wall in Bohemian Grove. Yeah, that would be interesting. Also, what about um another fraternal organization, Skull and Bones? Yeah, the one it's like the at Yale. George Bush was in that one. Yeah. Recruiting agent for the Illuminati. It's all tied together. 
I think it is. <laughs> Dude, it's sketch as fuck. It's, like I'm the Illuminati is like a McDonald's pick too. Yep. Like that is a huge one. It encompass they encompass it in everything. Everything tied back to Illuminati at some everything. point. It's like a it's like a mat it's like a Wikipedia rabbit hole. Man. Start one area, you're always gonna end up at the same place. Yep. I just don't trust an organization that kit keeps shit secret. Like my some of my friends in college were in, in fraternities and I was baffled by the level of secrecy involved with, with their like rituals and, and things of that nature. Like Thank you, sir. I have another. Yeah. I mean, they're drinking the Kool-Aid. So yeah. They're drinking the Kool-Aid. It's very strange. I, I never understood it. But being an odd fellow seems like a fun time, apparently. I mean, dude, I bet you odd fellows crack. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you that's the one to be. Did we see if we could actually join that? Yeah. Can you become an odd fellow? Let me see. Just guys being dudes. Guys being dudes. Uh, okay, the path across the world is almost the same. Those interested are advised to either contact the nearest local lodge via telephone or email. Wow. Me, meet a current member or come to an Oddfellows-sponsored event and let the members know your intentions. Y'all, we can become Oddfellows. Dude, you can get involved. The draft more Oddfellows. They're called the Sovereign, the Independent Order of Oddfellows, the Sovereign Grand Lodge. Wow. They probably got some cool like hangout spots. Probably. The lodge probably got all sorts of cool stuff. Or you know this place is super like hip to the trends too. Mm -hmm. A man or woman of good character. Man or woman right there. Boom. Off the get-go. Don't care. It's not just for men. Look look at their picture here. This old ass picture. They've got like swords and shields and gangster. So they're even cooler than like Shriners. Yeah. Shriners only got like the little fezes, you know? I mean, yeah, a fez is cool, but these guys have got swords. They have, they've got spears. They've got all sorts of yeah, shit. Hell yeah, hell yeah, yeah hell yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah, well, here you, you hear it first, audience. We're becoming odd fellows, apparently. I mean, I don't know. I have to do more research, but they. I mean, look at this. They want to improve and elevate the character of mankind by promoting friendship, love, truth, faith, hope, charity, universal justice. Help make the world a better place to live in. By helping the community, less fortunate, the youth, the elderly, the environment, promote goodwill and harmony and uh, among peoples and nations. Okay, hold up. <clears throat> oh, please tell me they're not eugenicists. <laughs> <laughs> hold up. Requirements for membership. A man or woman of good character of any race, nationality, and social status who is loyal to his or her country believes in the supreme being, the creator and preserver of the universe, is eligible for membership. Mm. The hell is the supreme being? Is that God? Odd fellowship strictly forbids any interference with one's religious beliefs or political opinions. So maybe you just have to believe in a religious being? You have to believe in a higher power of some variety? A higher power preach. Sounds intentionally, like, vague, you know? But they also want you to be, like, politically yeah. agnostic? Well, if they're saying from any race or nationality, gotta assume they're open to, like, any religion, just follow one. Yeah. Maybe it has to do with, like, a person's moral compass. If mm -hmm. he, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Do you believe in the supreme being? Well, I'm agnostic, but I mean, I'm kind of le I grew up Catholic. I'm leaning that way. That's good enough. <laughs> you're you're yeah. like 
You're like, I, I kind of believe, but I don't know if it's real, but I it could be. I'm not saying it couldn't be. <laughs> it's certainly possible. <laughs> well, it seems like, I mean, on the surface, it seemed like pretty, very nice people. More research needed, but... Yeah. I yeah, mean, I, can they be really that nice if they're if the same dude is in the Freemasons? They're like, let's be philanthropic, philanthropic and brotherly in one one space, and then let's control the world in the other. It's a front. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like the Oddfellows is where you'd go in the day to hang out with your boys, <laughs> be out in the sun. Everyone's gonna see it. it's real public. Then the Freemasons and the Illuminati are underground at night behind closed doors super secretive candles burning creepy music around an owl statue out of bohemian grove everyone's got a mask on they're pissing on some innocent person in the middle of the circle donald trump's pissing on a russian mattress that obama slept on (laughs) it's just wild and crazy times (laughs) you know no one's letting donald trump into one of those societies though everyone sees donald trump and they're like i don't know He's going to tweet about it. (laughs) (laughs) He can't have a secret society if it's not a secret. Mm -hmm. That's true. I I wonder if he was, wasn't he the first one to not get a bunch of invites for normal stuff presidents would get? Yeah. He's going to spill the beans on shit. Yeah. No one wants him, like, spilling the beans. Can't take him to Area 51. I know. Why did people think that he was the leader of QAnon? He would have spilt those beans. Yeah. <laughs> he would have spilt that shit real quick. He'd been like, here's this tea. Swim in it. Dude can't hold a secret. Nope. No. That's Well, man. the Illuminati is amazing. Such a fun rabbit hole. That's, I feel yeah. like it used to be easier to search on the internet. That Dude, they're hiding it. They're fucking hiding. <laughs> you know what? I didn't want to say that, but when I was trying to look oh stuff God. up, I was like, why is this so hard? It used to come up ubiquitously. Just everything was related to it. People had done all this hard work, and now it's like, what the fuck? Where's all the good shit? Where did it all go? It's hidden. It's, it's hidden, man. Can I not see a fucking Vox article on it? Well, we know Vox is tied to the media industrial complex. They are. Which is controlled by the Illuminati, so. See, now you're going to get, like, a phone call in the middle of the night. Bro, you want to hear some crazy (laughs) shit? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone hear some crazy stuff. This is a crazy story. My wife can attest to it. She's not a liar. Neither am I. I had a Mac similar to the one that's right in front of me, and it's got a camera on the front of it. Back in the day, I didn't use the camera, so I put, like, a star sticker. Yeah. Like you'd get when you're a kid. Here's a star, right? Put a star sticker. There was a couple of years where I fell down this like alien conspiracy theory rabbit hole. Like 2011, 2012. <laughs> I know this because it led up to the Mayan calendar ending and it was just crazy hectic. The end of the world. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was coming. <laughs> and the Illuminati was all tied to all that. But one day I was just like really deep in the research, falling in the rabbit hole, and I had to go to class. So I go to class and I come back and I'm home by myself. Don't have a dog at the time. Anisha's not home. And the sticker is not on my screen. And I'm talking on the phone. Like, at the mo- at the time, I'm talking with one of my friends who lives downtown. And I'm just like, walk in. I'm like, huh. I instantly notice it, too. Yeah. Because I'm in a small apartment. I sit in front of my computer most of the day. Yeah. And so I'm just walking in. And I see it. And I'm like, what the hell? Tanisha, the, the sticker is not on, on my computer. And she's like, well, that's weird. 
and we I started talking. She was like, "Well, she's like, why does it matter?" I'm like, "Cause I've I've just been looking up sketchy ass shit. I've just <laughs> been going down rabbit holes with the Illuminati." She's like, "Oh, you're dumb." So I start meticulously like taking everything off my desk and moving it. So I'm like, I need to find this sticker, bro. I took everything off that whole desk, and I never found that sticker ever. I'm still convinced. I'm like, oh my god. Was it like small enough that it could have gotten lost in the ether, or was it like a bigger sticker? It was like those little stickers that you get when you're a kid when they have like, like the board on the wall, yeah. and it's like boop. Yeah. Okay. Sticker. Man, man, there's no reason it should have fallen off. They like broke in. They got like, we're gonna take this off. We gotta see this guy. We're, we're watching go, you, bitch. We're, yeah, we're watching you, man. <laughs> yeah, we're watching you, dude. That's so. I know it's creepy. unlikely, but it was. It felt so creepy. Well, and you know now they're listening through your phone too. Oh yeah, like that shit's real. Oh dude, so they're to clarify, listening through my phone and tracking me through my COVID shot. The Illuminati do not exist. Says who? That's not the the conspiracy theories that they do. No, I'm saying they they don't exist. Why are you winking, Matt? <laughs> Why are you winking? Oh. None of us here believe that the yeah, Ill- yeah. the Illuminati. Hey, you know what? I think that uh, they they ended a long time ago, and yep. we have nothing to fear. Nope. Well, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. All in good jest. All yeah, all in good jest. Yeah. It's a draft, good one yeah. though. Good one though. Yeah, there that one go. that one goes deep. Goes real deep. A lot of layers. Honestly, you could probably have a whole draft on Illuminati content. (laughs) The Illuminati draft. (laughs) Which component do you want in your Illuminati conspiracy? (laughs) The lizard people, please. (laughs) The lizard people might be able to be its own crazy-ass story. We didn't even talk about that. All right, well, call it a half. Yeah. Call it a half. Uh, do we split this into two episodes or do we just roll through one? We're an hour and 14 into it. Probably want to split it then. All righty. Do first half in one episode, second half in another. Y'all heard, Matt, we're only going to shower you with uh, an hour and 14 minutes of manageable content. We gave you half of a draft. Yeah, 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 yeah. Half of a draft. It's not a full one, but you know. But it's deep. It's, yeah. It's We're going deeper. Hopefully you appreciate that. Just a quick recap, I have the Kennedy assassination and the Georgia Guidestones leading into the Illuminati. Um, Matt, what was your first one? The moon landing. The moon landing in the Bermuda Triangle. And Man. Dylan, you had Bigfoot in the mattress room. <laughs> <laughs> so much less, like, I don't know... Uh, elegant than the Illuminati one, but man, mattress firm. Mattress firm, man. <laughs> the mattress firm was fun, fun rabbit hole to dive down. All right, y'all. We'll see you here next week. <clears throat> you don't have to vote this week because we're not done yet. But uh, yeah, give us some suggestions on maybe what you want to hear next week. Although we already have it recorded, so whatever. No, we'll see you here next week. Peace see out. You.